Okay guys, hello, and I'm back here at A Dose of Denise, and I just said I'm back because it's me by myself today. Um, Sports is actually at work, he's working, um, I took off work today. Self-care, you guys. Do not judge yourself if you wake up in the morning and in your spirit, the first thing that you hear is, you might need to call off. And sometimes, I mean, it's not just you being lazy and you being like, um, I don't want to do my job or I'm not trying to be a hustler and a grinder. I'm not trying to make money. It's just a self-care thing. And maybe sometimes God is just telling you to sit down for whatever reason. And listen to that in all aspects of life. Because I feel like with me getting older and, you know, had just had turned 40 in April, I have really been listening to my inner self. Like, you call it God, you call it Buddha, you call it whatever you want to call it. I have been really listening to whatever it is inside of me that's telling me to do whatever I need to do to make myself at peace and happy. And I just feel like whatever that is, if that's take PTO, if that is take a vacation, if that is unplug from the matrix that is social media, do that for yourself for as long as you have to do it. Because this is our life that we're living and we have to make sure that in any way possible, we're living our best life. And I don't like the last episode that we did, I know that we talked a lot about that kind of thing. We kind of went on that wave as far as to like I started talking about do whatever it is to make yourself happy. And I was talking about like some people need to cheat to be happy. I'm not endorsing anything negative And I did want to, like, get on here and just, like, address that because I don't know who listened to that episode and was like, whoa, she's off. I don't want people to think that I'm promoting anything, any type of negative connotation as far as, like, being a liar or being dishonest or hurting someone. But what I'm promoting is just doing whatever people have to, to do to be happy in their life. And what other people are doing might necessarily might not necessarily be, like, what what your happy place is. Because a lot of people are like, oh, Denise, you know, you've been engaged for so long. When are you getting married? When I feel like it's the time for me to get married. I don't feel like right now in my life that's a priority. I have so many other things that I want to do and experience and, you know, take care of. Before I run down the aisle, I was married very young in my 20s and that was my first husband. It was my older daughter's father. And I mean, it wasn't a great experience and I'm not saying that's why I'm taking so long getting married again. I just feel like this time I'm being smarter about it and I'm going to do it when I really feel like it's the timing. The timing is right and I just don't feel that the timing is right at this time And it will be. I I feel like I'll get married again, like in the future. But it's just, it's not, it's not my, um, my main priority right now. You know, I have three children. I'm being a mother to them. I'm trying to rear them in the right direction as far as life is concerned. Not have them make, you know, some of the same mistakes that I've made in life. And which most of us are out here doing as parents. We're like, uh, yeah, we don't want you to go down that road. We did that don't do that type of thing. So I mean, yeah. So I don't want people to be like, oh, she's a fucking like advocate for cheating. But I just feel like 
anything that you need to do to be happy and at peace in your life, you need to do that. And, you know, I'm not saying being dishonest and being a fucked up individual is what you should do. But perfection sometimes is not always the goal. I feel like happiness, peace, having a stress-free life should always be the goal, first and foremost. But I just wanted to get on here and talk to you guys. I haven't been on here in a while. I'm so sorry about that. But I am like, me and him talked about it. I'm like, even if you're not around and I feel chatty and I just feel like talking, getting some shit off my chest, or just talking about hot topics and things that have been going on, and I happen to be, and I also, you know, I work from home anyway. So I'm like, there's no reason for me just to not like hook the equipment up and like, you know, do an episode, you know, on my own. And I have had people reaching out to me and I did take a social media break as well. And just, you know, just been chilling, just Sometimes you got to unplug, guys. Sometimes you do. Like, sometimes seeing things and, you know, our visual is, is very powerful. You know, what we see and what we absorb visually is a very powerful thing as far as to it controlling our stress levels, it controlling, like, how we feel about ourselves. And I've always been very transparent and honest as far as to, you know, I struggle with things. I'm not perfect. I struggle with a lot of things, um, you know, with depression, different things like that. So I, I do have to sometimes unplug and get out of the matrix and get back into my real life and my real world and be like, okay, I'm thankful for this, God. Thank you for that. You know, thankful for the, for the things that I can see that God is doing for me. And if there's anything else that I feel like I want or that is needed to make me happy, I can just pray for those things and I can just, you know, hope that those God will bring me those things in due time. But, um, yeah, I just wanted to come on here, you know, chat about a few things. Hope everyone is having a blessed, blessed, blessed beginning of our fall. We finally kicked into the fall season and next thing you know, like holidays and everything else is going to just be like quickly coming. And I don't want y'all to stress about that either. I've said that on social media, do what you can do basically. So I did want to talk about just some things, you know, I did discuss about like creating a real happy, authentic life. And sometimes doing that is just doing whatever you have to do to be happy and to basically like, you know, live your best life no matter what. Don't base it off of anybody else's life, off of anybody else's social media page, business, whatever the hell they're doing. To, that made them successful because that might not be your your path and um I just want to be a real authentic example for people of what happiness can be you know and look like when you're a real person when you're not a celebrity when you're someone who's out here trying to you know live your life raise your kids live a real fucking life and just also like another topic that I wanted to talk about was being realistic as far as what we want in relationships as well. Not always feeling like, like, ask, like, are we settling? Are we just being in a relationship just to be in a relationship because we don't want to be by ourselves? Is the relationship really feeding us? Like what we really need as far as to get by on a daily basis? Because I feel like that is something that you need, like a real partner, someone who you can lean on, talk to, you know, depend on in certain ways. And like, with me, I haven't had that many relationships where people have done a lot 
for me as far as like little like I mean maybe I could say little things but like like I've, I've had conversations with men and they're like oh you know or different people women too you know I don't I don't have someone to get to my hair and my nails done if you see Denise and her hair and her nails are done she has paid for that herself she has gotten her own hair and nails done. She has maintenanced herself. Like, I don't have someone who maintenances me. And, like, I don't know if, like, that's one of the things that I feel like I want someone to do. Fellas, ladies, give me your opinions on that. Aries Beauty 32 that's my Instagram. Do we feel like maintenancing your partner is important in this day and age? Should you be... Fellas, should you be paying for your girl to get her nails and her feet done? Is that something that you should be doing for her or is that something that she should be doing for herself? Because I feel like I've never had, in my current relationship, that person has never done that for me. Like that is not something that that person has done for me. It's always been something that I've done for myself. I've always gotten my own hair done. I always got my own nails done, nails and feet done, mani pedis all that, paid for that. So when you see me and I'm out and I'm decked to the nines, hair, nails did, everything did, I did that. <laughs> that came out of my account. That was something that I did for myself. So, I mean, I don't know. I just never had somebody take those things off of me to go, oh, you know, I got that. Back, back in the day, when I was younger, I was with someone who did those things. Like when I was really young, probably only when I had my son and my son is 19 now. So that was way, way long time ago. But like, what are, what are we expecting from relationships? What is something that we feel like we need in order to feel like complete in the relationship? And I know like in the past on episodes, I've talked about progress being something that has been stressful in my relationship where I feel like we haven't progressed to a place where we should be. And, and some people have different opinions. Like, I've talked to people about it where they've been like, okay, well, you work as a team and you do this together. And, you know, it should be something that y'all do together. Sit down and you plan, da-da-da-da-da. We'll be here. We're at A, but we, we want to be at D. And this is how we're going to get there. I get that concept. But then I've had other people say, a man should be at a place in a relationship where he's the head of the household, where he should be the one to say, this is where we're going to go and I'm going to facilitate on how we get there. So I think like everyone, I've talked to several people and everyone has had like a different opinion and outlook on this. But I think um, that can cause a lot of strain, strain in a relationship. And I've lived that. I felt like, okay, I love you, you love me, and things are at a place of kind of mediocrity, but they're not like where they really should be for as long as we've been together. And I've always heard men be like, oh, well, there's not a lot of women out here who hold a man down and wait for him to get to a certain place in life. And that's not true because I've been that woman. I've been a person to sit and wait for someone but I'm like how long is too long like how long should we wait should the women wait for a man to be at his full potential before we say well maybe this isn't the person that 
is for me. Maybe this is as far as he goes potentially, as far as his potential goes. And it might be time for me to maybe move on or, you know, whatever like that. So, I mean, I don't know. Some people are like, oh, when you're in a relationship, you're supposed to do everything together. Everything's 50-50. But then, like, you hear other people say, well, no, because the man should be doing more. The man should be paying more of the bills. The man should be doing more things. And the woman should be taking care of, like, more of the household responsibilities. So, I don't know. Everybody has their own opinion. But, you know, I know that for women who haven't been the gold diggers and for women who haven't been the women who've been just going after a nigga's pockets initially and you have been that patient woman to sit and wait, it can get very stressful sitting and waiting. It can get, because you're sitting and waiting and you're watching other people who you know are not, have not been the type of woman that you are kind of receive things that you want. So it can be a very frustrating process and relationships are very hard. Relationships are, they've always been very hard for me and I've been a person to stick in there until the very, very last straw, like that I can't take any more before I'll call it quits. But yeah, sometimes love is not enough, y'all. You can love a person, they can love you, you can love them. Everything could seem like it's peaches and cream. But if you're feeling like things aren't right and you're constantly frustrated about the same things, that's something that that you should look at as, as an issue. But yeah, DM a, DM a bitch. <laughs> Realistic expectations in a relationship. What do we what do we what do we need? What's realistic? What's delusional? I'm not saying pay all the bills. I'm not saying you have to pay all my bills and our our bills and do everything and I'm not going to contribute at all because to be honest with you, I've never been that type of female. I, even in my marriage, I contributed in my marriage. I've been in a relationship now for 12 years. I've contributed since day 1. And I feel like I've never been a woman to like get a break. And I seen a, I seen a meme the other day and it said it said black women are tired too. And it was a guy who tweeted this. He said, black women are tired too. Black women want to do yoga and and jog and sit around and and think about their life and be stay-at-home moms. And, you know, we work. We're we're very, very dedicated hard workers. And I I just don't want to say it's black women. It's all women. It's women out there that have taken the reins, have held it down for men. You know, and it's just, it's, sometimes you sit back and you're like, when's it my time to just say, okay, I'm just going to do the woman thing and the mommy thing and the home thing. And it's time for you to take the fucking baton and for you to go. So, yeah. I mean, I know it's a, it's a lot of women out here that feel like I do and a lot of men that agree with, with, with that feeling. So, it is what it is. But I had a couple of other topics that I want to talk about. Let me dig in my archive here. Y'all are like, yeah, the bitch got an archive because she ain't been the fuck on here. And that would be true. Um, but... Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm. Okay, yeah. I wanted to talk about... 
about kissing and telling. I want to talk about, is it appropriate if you have slept with someone and you're no longer affiliated with the person and maybe you come across someone that they had slept with as well? Should you let a person know that you are, should we be telling people that we slept with people or that we were intimate with people as adults? And I'm talking about people who are in their thirties and forties, anybody 25 and up. I don't think it's cool period, but I think maybe you get to a certain age that maybe you have to discover, you know, this isn't cool. Or maybe if I did that, that's something that I don't want to do in the future. We should be keeping our mouth shut, ladies and gentlemen. I don't think we should be out here. You know, and I and I was talking about this because it happened a while ago. It was the whole like Irv Gotti situation and kind of like how he went on Ashanti and was kind of like bringing that up because she wanted no, she wanted nothing to do with him. And obviously it was something that bothered him. And I just, and as a man or woman, I'm sorry, I just don't feel like you should be talking about that. I don't feel like you should have ever, I don't feel like anybody should have ever knew that you slept with her. I don't feel like that should have ever been something that had, was public unless the relationship was public. So you were married, you were with someone, you were fucking with her on the side, she was something on the side. You should have kept that to yourself. That wasn't something that you should have ever been discussing with other people or bringing up. It was very clout chasey. And I've always kind of liked him. I had never had an issue with him. But that really made his stock plummet to me. It was very August Alcina, Jada Pinkett. I just, if it was something that was never supposed to ever see the light of day, you need to just keep your fucking mouth shut. And that makes a man look really, really whack and really, really stupid. But, um, yeah, I don't know what else really I have to talk about. Um, I was going to discuss the difficulties of parenting older kids, of also just like, I just want to catapult that y'all, y'all are like, how she go from the girl Gotti to parenting? But I'm just going to skip on over to that subject and topic right now. Um, it's hard, y'all. And I gave my fucking parents a hard, a run for their motherfucking money. So I know that everything that I'm getting now is, it's a watered down version of me, thank God, because my kids are not as intense as I was and not as grown as I was at the ages they are now. Thank you, God. So I am blessed for that. But it's a challenge. It's a challenge. And especially um, parenting a kid who is approaching their adolescence. And my son is 19, but my son has an, a developmental disorder. So he's 19 in his age, but he's really not 19 in his mind. So I really have to help him a lot as far as to his next steps in life. He did graduate um, in June. So that was a great thing that he was able to... Um, you know, kind of climb that hurdle because that's not, that's something that I knew it was going to happen with a lot of help, but it was something that, you know, I was scared about, to be honest with you, about him completing high school. But he did that and he did it with flying colors. He actually had a great GPA. And um, we're talking about possible, you know, 
technical school in the near future. But right now he's working. He has a job right now. And I get him back and forth to work. He's doing a great job with that. So I want him to work for a while, kind of save some money, you know, get that work experience. And then we'll talk about, you know, technical school in possibly the spring or summer. But um, it's difficult. It's difficult. Um, it takes a lot of patience. And shouts out to all of the parents, step-parents, foster parents, um, adopted parents who have kids that are disabled in any kind of way, um, any scale of disability when you're dealing with it with a child is not easy. Um, I don't talk about it. A lot of people don't even know about my son having a developmental delay. Um, that's not something that I speak about to a lot of people. Um, my family knows. And if you're someone who I've ever became close with, I've likely shared that with you. But I don't let everybody know about my business with my kids. I love my kids and I protect my kids um, at all costs. And it is something that can be very challenging. Um, it helps you with patience because that's something that I don't have a lot of. I still work on my patience. But um, just being able to see him thrive in the way that he is right now, I know it's thanks to me and the village that helped raise him. Um, and I'm very grateful and thankful for that. But it does. You need resources. You need a lot of um, family support. You need a lot of patience. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah. Um, raising a child that has any type of disability is, is not easy. I know there's different scales of disabilities and I really, really, really give it up to parents whose kids are um, not only mentally disabled, but maybe both, maybe mentally and physically disabled. So it, it, it's really hard. It's hard. And it's something that you have to wake up early in the morning, get started, um, you know, your day and, and you need God every step of the way in, in dealing with children that have um, disabilities. So um, shout out to parents who are dealing with that. And um, you have my prayers and my thoughts are with you. And those are the superheroes to me. People who make it happen for people, other people every single day. When they wake up, they just don't have their self on their mind. They are also um, have other people that they have to get up and do things for. So, yeah, shout out to those people. And, um, yeah, so I'll, you know, keep you guys posted on what's going on with my son. But right now he's working. Um, like I said, he's going to be work. I really want him to work for some time now. So now we're in, like, we're, we're in October, you know, end of October. So I really want him to work probably until April, May of next year of 2023. And then we were looking at technical schools because I want my son to do something that involves his hands. Um, I don't think it's an issue with kids going to school for other things. Like, I don't want to seem like I'm bashing kids going to school for, um, you know, majoring in other, you know, whatever economics, other type of um, subjects that they can major in. But I do feel like, um, we don't push enough act enough things that people have to do with their hands, like everyday things. Because we still need mechanics. We still need, you know, HVAC people. We still need, like, those types of jobs to be done. They're very important. 
they're things that people still should be going to school for because we're going to need those things in the future. We still need people to fix heating, air conditioning. We still need people to fix cars. We need those people. Um, it's okay that a lot of people are trying to be like entrepreneurs and do different things, but we also still need those type of jobs around as well. So um, we, me and my son, we were looking at the HVAC course. It um, was a very good course, not too long, something that he would be able to complete. Um, so we'll be looking at that probably in spring, summer of 2023. But I, I, I told him as a parent, I'm like, if you can do something with your hands, even if you wanted to go to school to do something else, that can always be something that you can fall back on. So I always wanted him to have like some type of skill that he can fall back on because, uh, you know, I'm not going to live forever. And I want, you know, by the time I go ahead and lay my head down, my son to be okay. I want him to be able to take care of himself. I want him to be able to depend on himself and no one else, even if he never, you know, I hope he gets a wife. Lord, please, she's going to have to be a patient woman. But if he doesn't, I want him to be able to take care of himself. So that's that's my main thing before I die. I want all of my kids to be self-sufficient, to be able to, um, you know, do for themselves. So, yeah. So, yeah. It's been, it's been something, guys. I've been out here. I've been, like, putting putting my foot to the to the pavement and really, you know, out here really focusing on, on getting my kids straight. But everything is good with him. My 15-year-old's in 10th grade, and then I have a 9-year-old that is in 4th grade. So, yeah. So, they're, um, you know, main factor in my life. Very, very important to, to make sure that they're, everything is good with my kids. But I swear to God, next time I will have more topics. <laughs> I really had just some life shit that I wanted to talk about and vent about today. Um, so maybe, I mean, I did have the Irv Gotti Ashanti thing, but I really don't have like, mm, there are some other things that were going on that I'm, that I'm going to discuss on the next show. I don't know if he's going to be on the next show with me. Um, if so, then it'd be me and him discussing it. If not, then I'll be on here and I'll be just riding the wave by myself and I'm perfectly fine with doing that. But um, thank you guys so much. For listening to me today um thank you for all of your patience for those who have been waiting for an episode um i'm gonna get this up as soon as possible i gotta send it to sports he edits the episodes so hopefully i'll be able to get this up um by the latest tomorrow so yeah but thank you so much god bless you all thank you for your patience in uh going through this journey with me really do appreciate that love you all for your um support and your ear and your time um more episodes to come god bless you enjoy enjoy your friday enjoy your weekend get some self-care time in have a great one bye